The Hall of Fame Classic in Kansas City celebrates the best of college basketball. It's more than just a game. Join the action at T-Mobile Center on November 22nd and 23rd as Creighton, Boston College, Colorado State, and Loyola battle in one of the nation's top early season tournaments at the Hall of Fame Classic. T-Mobile Center will be rocking as the Hall of Fame Classic semifinals pits Creighton versus Loyola and Boston College versus Colorado State. Follow by the consolation and championship games the next day. Four big-time programs from four big-time basketball conferences, all competing on the same floor. History, tradition, and high-level action in the heart of Kansas City. This is college basketball's biggest stage. Get your Hall of Fame Classic tickets now at hofclassic.com or at the T-Mobile Center box office. You don't want to miss this. Thanks for listening to the KC Morning Show. If you have experience in herding cats, ever supervised a radio station community Easter egg hunt, or regularly participate in family fistfights over politics at Thanksgiving dinner, you may have what it takes to be Speaker of the House. The House of Representatives is hiring. As Speaker, you'll get to work with D.C.'s finest, like the Jewish space laser lady and the one who does hand stuff in a crowded theater. And you'll get a sweet gavel that you can just go to town with. Kind of like the lady in the theater. Plus, you can say the word caucus as much as you want. Caucus, 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 caucus. If you're old and white, that's a definite plus. So apply today and speak for America as America's next Speaker of the House. Caucus! Guess what day it is? Guess what day it is? Today is Wednesday. Wait, is today Wednesday? Today is such a great day. This is really great today. Um, what's so great about it? What's so great about it? What's so great about it? That much closer to the weekend. That's what's so great about it. Well, better get back to work. We work hard. We play hard. We work hard. We play hard. Yes, they work hard and they play hard. Showtime, baby. Yo, what is going on? On a happy hump day, baby, to the KC Morning Hoes on the show today, because I am actually trying to keep it short and sweet. I am on what I am telling people is my last day of vocal rest, but after the Sporting KC match tonight, I will likely be on vocal rest again tomorrow. So, speaking of the Sporting KC matchup tonight, a playoff night in Kansas City. On the show today, Nate Bucati from Sports Radio 810 and Ali Trost Martin calling the game tonight on Sports Radio 810 WHB. Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do. Kansas City, back in your feeds tomorrow, maybe, depending on how tonight goes. Saturday night's game, just for reference, I got home at 3.30 in the morning. So, Godspeed, I believe. It is a good day to be a Kansas Cityan. We will see you in the morning. Bye. Show. We got another game Wednesday night here at home, so you got to make sure you come back and bring a friend so this place is rocking. Let's go! Thank you! Sports, let's
let's do a sports thing. Part one of our Sporting KC preview MLS Cup playoff. Step one, Nate Bucati. Step one, as we begin our journey to paint the wall. Talking a little bit about a fan perspective because he is off the clock. Nate Bucati from Sports Radio 810, my brother, welcome back. Mr. Hartzell Gray, it is always great to hear your voice. And yeah, man, I'm fired up. I don't get to be a fan at the games very often these days. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm taking my son, taking a buddy of mine and his kid, and we're going to uh, hopefully avoid some weather tonight and have a great time. I know you're excited, but you know, you just talked about my boy, Benny, Benny Bucati. This is the stuff that he writes in his journal. This is the stuff that he tells his friends about, his kids about. It's a playoff night on a school night. It's raining. I mean, man, conditions are so ideal, right? You know what? I was in the cauldron in 2013 when sporting one MLS cup on the coldest day, the coldest game at the time in MLS history. And that is part of the memory. It's a happy memory, not a bad memory. So whatever the weather, we'll be ready. What is it going to be like tonight? Children's Mercy Park under the bright lights. Just paint that picture as we get ready to paint the wall, Nate Bucati. There's nothing really like the tension of a soccer game when it's a must-win, win-or-go-home scenario. The value of every single goal is so monumental that you're just on the edge of your seat the entire time. This stadium is as special as it gets when it comes to the atmosphere and intensity that you have. And especially once you start to get to the fall and the weather does get a little cold like this, there's that electricity in the air. And, you know, look, this Sporting Kansas City team, they were down and out after 10 games to start the year when they couldn't win a game. And here they are in the playoffs. If they win this game, they're going to be taking on St. Louis in the next round of the playoffs And my gosh, that would be unbelievable. So the stakes are high tonight. The intensity is going to be there. You just want to be in your seat. Go to the bathroom before kickoff. Go to the bathroom (laughs) at halftime. Don't go to the bathroom during the game because that's the one time the goal is going to happen as soon as you go to the restroom. So don't don't be that guy, Hartzell. I can't be that guy because if we score, Nate Bucati, I got to make the announcement. So I can't be that guy. That's right. I have been that guy before and uh, I had to sprint outside nearly butt ass naked because I was doing a costume change. But we made it work, Nate Bucati. We made it work. Uh, uh, Skin to win, as they say, right? (laughs) (laughs) Nate Bucati, I am so happy that I'm going to see you tonight. I love you, brother. I would love to to see you and hear you on the call, but just knowing you're going to be in the house. That works for me, brother Bucati. Let's go, buddy. I can't wait to see you. Benny's happy to see you, too. So let's go. We'll get a dub. We call her ATM because she's cash money with the takes. <laughs> you like that? That's pretty good. I like that. I need to get into like sports betting or something because I've got like the perfect initials for it now. Allie Trost Martin, my friend, we got a playoff game in KC. We just heard from our brother Nate Bucati. He just kind of broke down the atmosphere. But I want you to break down the club pointless in 10 games. And now we're hosting a playoff game. What the hell, Allie? What the hell? I love it. Well, this is in large part thanks to the expanded playoff format, which I knew was going to cause a lot of chaos, but was kind of hoping at the beginning of the season, Sporting Casey wouldn't be wrapped up in all of that. Like you mentioned, though, winless in the first 10 games of the season. The team kind of dealing with some injuries still, not as bad as last season. Alan Polito going on an absolute tear once he got back into the mix with this team and we saw them finally start to click and turn things around. 
come those summer months starting in May and really didn't look back after that. Thanks to the Western Conference being an absolute just madhouse this season. Nobody wanted to clinch a playoff spot somehow, some way, but that opened the door for Sporting Kansas City to say, hello, thank you, decision day. We're going to waltz right into that eight seed. And now they host this uh, play-in game against San Jose. But how did we get here? Well, I, I think what's really unique, Hartzlund, you've been around this club now for a few years as well. This club has had a lot of success from the rebrand on. I mean, this is a club that rarely misses out on the playoffs, had been averaging a trophy every like two, two and a half years, and now hasn't necessarily been in that same kind of run of success that we saw in years past. And that's obviously created some frustration with the fans, but it's also been frustrating for the players as well, who a lot of these guys that have playoff experience over the last five years. I'm talking about guys like Johnny Russell, Daniel Shallowy, Andre Ufantas. You can even throw Alan Polito in this mix as well, even though he hasn't played as many minutes as he probably should have given how long he's been with the club, but he's dealt with some tough injuries. But all of that to say, when this team's made the playoffs in the last five or so years, it's always been as, as a top three seed. They've always had kind of a tag of being one of the favorites going into the postseason. Not this year. And I'm really excited to see what this group looks like as an underdog, a true underdog. Like, you don't need to try to manufacture any storyline. You're the underdog. You're the eight seed. And I think that how this team has been playing since the start of May and, and having one of the better records in the Western Conference, goals per game, all these different stat lines, only seven losses, yada, yada, yada. I think this is a team that a lot of other teams aren't going to want to play. And with how much parity there is in Major League Soccer, it doesn't matter if you finish in the top three, if you start to dip going into to the postseason. That is just not the case for this sporting team. They've had to play in a lot of these must-win games now for the last like month and a half. So the playoffs is no different now. They're used to having this kind of pressure on them. And so I'm really excited to see what a team that's been playing under that pressure for a long time now looks like when the pressure is at its absolute highest. Well, like you said, Allie, we got that, you know, we got that underdog in us. We're a little banged up. You know, we're also working on short rest. How do you think they are going to handle this mentality, this underdog mentality, but also confident? Since May, we've been the best team in the West. It's so funny. I think back to 2021, the last three games of the regular season, of course, sporting finished as a three seed, but had been the number one team in the conference for pretty much a majority of that season. And then decision day led to a bunch of chaos and sporting fell to the three seed instead. I'll never forget. I'd been traveling with the team that year as my first year doing sideline on the broadcast. And I remember we were in Austin sporting suffered a really disappointing loss in that game. One of the last of the regular season before decision day. And I remember Johnny before the game being like, Oh yeah, you know, like I keep like a printed out thing of, of what all like the MLS talking heads, they all ranked us to finish like seventh and stuff. And okay, cool. Whatever gets you fired up. I love it. Keep receipts, do all of that. But then I was like thinking about it too. As an athlete, do you really actually care what a writer at MLSsoccer.com has to say? Just kind of trying to find those things to fire you up. Because when you're the favorite, when you're the one seed and you've proven over the course of an entire season, hey, we're the best in the conference. When you've proven that and done that, no one's really counting you out anymore. Sure, maybe somebody said back in February, oh, they think this. But like, does that really kind of get you fired up the way that it needs to? Now, there's actually been legitimate doubt in this team. There have been so many questions thrown this team's way. People were calling for changes. People were calling for this, that, the other. This guy should play. This guy shouldn't play. He's lost his spark. This, that, and the other. And the team kept their heads down. They worked through it. They stuck together. 
kept their eye on the prize. And then they did it. They made the playoffs. They did all of that. And I think there's an, a legitimate kind of rally cry that feels like you don't need to try to manufacture any of that fired up feeling or any of that. Hey, we've got doubters and things because you legitimately did now and you overcame all of these things. So I just I really think that this team coming in as an underdog, not having to manufacture any sort of fired up pregame speech or anything. It's all real. I think they're going to rise to the moment. Yes, you've got guys who are playing a little banged up right now. But that's every team across the league. It is a long season. These guys play a lot of games. And if there's one thing that we know when it comes to players like Johnny Russell or a number of others, they're going to play through a couple of knocks here and there. And now it's all just going to be about how you get yourself prepared for the game, pain management, relying on your, your training staff to get you ready, to keep you as healthy as you can possibly be. And I think these guys having fallen short these last few seasons when they have made the playoffs... They're ready to get it done. They want to go out and win. They want to lift a trophy. It's been 10 years since Sporting lifted an MLS Cup. And what better time to go out and do it now than with a group who has overcome so much adversity, playing the best soccer that they could possibly play at the exact right time. And a group that's consisted of a lot of players who have been a part of these teams that have fallen just short of expectation in the last five years. And I think that this group now has some of the key ingredients this season of finding ways to win and get results in a number of situations and proving to themselves that they can do all of these different things that you just need to be able to fall back on in order to win an MLS Cup. Not to get ahead of ourselves, this is just the wild card game, but I actually feel more confident about this group because of how battle-tested they are than even teams of the past where you didn't face a lot of adversity. Your only real adversity was that somebody at MLSsoccer.com didn't think that you'd finish top three at the beginning of the season, you know? Allie, this is my ninth season, and I've seen a lot of different Sporting KC squads. This is, without a doubt, one of my favorites. They absolutely earned and deserve this moment. How do they match up in this wild card game against San Jose? You've got a San Jose team that hasn't really been that good on the road. That, I think, is number one in Sporting's favor is that they're playing at home. But if you also look at the last few years when Sporting's been in the playoffs, all of their losses going back to 2018 have come at home. And so, yes, home field advantage matters in a lot of ways. But at the same time, in a playoff game, play in, whatever it is, the only objective that you have is to go out and win. And so it doesn't really matter where you're playing as much because the objective is so clear. I think for Sporting Kansas City, what gives me a lot of confidence in this group going into this game, number one, the fact that I think the defense right now is playing some of its best soccer that we've seen this season. Having the wingbacks, Logan and Denbe and Jake Davis, not only get a lot of really valuable experience this year, but now they've consistently been starting. And each of them have such incredible physical qualities that lend themselves so well to how sporting like to play, both getting forward and defensively. What each of them needed was to have that final component, that mental side, how they read the game, how they maintain composure. They needed that part to come together. And I'd say for both of them, that has largely been what we've seen. We've seen them couple that mental side of the game with the physical capabilities that we know each of them have innately. I mean, they're both fast. They both have a lot of power. Jake Davis has consistently, since he's been in the starting lineup, which is now a streak of, I want to say, 23 games for this team, he's ranked very highly in his tackle success rate. So, you know, these are two players who physically had a lot going and now have been able to round out 
become a more complete player despite being as young as they are. So that's been a huge positive. I thought how Sporting played on the wings against Minnesota was one of the best that we've seen. Both Logan and Jake Davis played a huge role in that. And of course, Andre Ufantas, Danny Rosero helping lead that back line. I think these four together are clicking at the right time. And that's what Sporting's going to need because at the beginning of the season, this team was struggling to score goals and they weren't necessarily playing all that well defensively, which is a horrible combination, right? And then once the goals started coming, the defense was still kind of having those shaky moments. And so you're scoring goals, but you're also giving up goals. So then you're dropping some points. And now I think we're starting to see this team put all the pieces together again at the right time. The biggest threat for San Jose comes on the wing, and that's in Christian Espinoza. And I think Logan and Dembe is going to be a great matchup defensively for him for the Sporting KC team. I think if there's one thing that I'm going to be curious to see in this game, Sporting has the most first half goals in the Western Conference in the regular season with 30. Getting on the board early completely changes the game, right? It changes how the opposing team has to manage the rest of the match. But a playoff game is a little bit different. And for sporting, I think you want to find that balance between being aggressive, but also not leaving yourself exposed because this San Jose team is going to want to try to hit you on the counter. They have the speed, they have the power. And I think that's where I'm curious to see how sporting manage that. Goals are important, but it's also, it's a game that there's a lot on the line. And I feel really confident with how the sporting team has been playing. I think they need to go out, be efficient with their chances be aggressive, but also make sure that they're not leaving themselves too exposed. The one positive is that I do think the back line now has a lot of great speed and recovery ability in Logan and Denbe and Jake Davis in particular. But those players, Christian Espinosa, one of the best wingers in all of Major League Soccer, Jeremy Abobasi, a great number nine. And then their goalkeeper, Danielle, has been one of the best keepers in MLS this season. So you've got a battle of two really good goalkeepers as well. It's going to be a great game, but I think for sporting, the goal scoring hasn't necessarily been a problem as of late. It's more so now, how do you keep San Jose out of the back of the net? And I think counterattacks are a big focus area for this team and set piece defending, which has consistently kind of shown up at different points this season, including against Minnesota. So I think that's something you just got to be locked in full 90 minutes, no breaks, keep yourself protected, be smart, make smart decisions. And I don't want to not address the elephant of the room, but I also don't want to jinx anything. So I'm just going to say the winner of this matchup between Sporting KC and San Jose, the winner will take on in a best of three series, a certain other club down I-70. I'm just saying that um, that makes things very, very interesting. Yeah. Hartful. Can you imagine three games? Sporting and St. Louis would be potentially six total games in which they play each other unless, you know, the first two games decide the winner. I could not. And again, you don't want to look past it. But my gosh, this league is all about great stories, right? Could you imagine a better story than Sporting KC and St. Louis matching up in round one of the postseason? It's insane to think about it. And you know what? I actually think atmosphere aside, because St. Louis has really, I think, been boosted significantly by the atmosphere that they've had at City Park, which, you know, you got to give credit where credit's due. It's been a great environment and it looks great on TV. We've been at games there. It's it's intimidating. But I also think the playoffs just completely change everything. And if you look at the form that St. Louis has been in going into the playoffs, not as good as sporting playoffs in American sports are very much like this. Getting hot at the right time really important and sporting kansas city have gotten hot at the right time and i think the thing that they have now that's in their favor that they haven't had in years past they're not the favorite 
they're not playing with as much of the pressure on their shoulders. They're playing with house money a little bit. They weren't supposed to get into the playoffs. They're here now and they've got a chance to make a run. You take the opportunity once it comes your way. And, and for sporting, it's going to largely have to be on the road if they advance past tonight. You know, why not? Take advantage. Get some upsets. Why not? <laughs> Ali Trust Martin, where can folks go to not only find you, but where can they go to hear your coverage this evening as Sporting KC yes. takes on San Jose? We will be on Sports Radio 810, myself and John Kempen on the call. Coverage starting around 8 p.m. So you're going to want to tune in for that. And yeah, you can follow me at Ali Trost Martin on Twitter. I've got a ticket giveaway going on right now for the Sporting KC game tonight. So if you want to win two tickets, head on over to my Twitter page and I'll have everything that you need right there. Ellie, I had that same promo that I was giving folks out. I have no idea what I'm doing. I still haven't even found a way to give these things out. I hope you have more success than I do. <laughs> yeah, so come over to my ticket giveaway. <laughs> uh, we'll figure it out, Hartzell. I'll help you out. Ali Trost Martin, my friend, I'm so excited to have you on the call and hopefully have you on the call for a few more extra games, you know? That's the goal, right? I believe. I believe. Let's go do it.
the KC Morning Show.